Welcome again to another edition of It Doesn't Matter What My Name Is. For all intents and purposes, though, let's just go ahead and call me A-Rod, or as some people have pointed out, maybe even The Rambler, because I tend to do that a lot. So we do have several different things which we're going to be going over today, and uh, we'll go ahead and get to them. That opening song there was uh, Before the Angels Call by 20 Pound Sledge. If you like that music, check them out. Uh, you can find them on YouTube under 20 Pound Sledge, or you can eat, and from there you can even go to their website. I believe, if I am not mistaken, it is just 20poundsledge.com. You can buy their album. Uh, strong, strong album, in my opinion, with the message that it carries. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Okay, so first things first, did go ahead and I watched all of the uh, testimony that was given by uh, Dr. Christine Baisley Ford and also by uh, Honorable Judge Kavanaugh. And I must say, between the two of them, I, I cannot trust what Dr. Ford is bringing. It feels like she's trying to sell us some snake oil. And I know with... Uh, Judge Kavanaugh, whenever he started or after bit in his testimony, he was rightfully just angry because of the way that he was he had been treated and the way that he was uh, being harassed by, <clears throat> excuse me, by media and uh, members of the public and the press and also even by or just with the attitude that was being given to him by left-leaning individuals namely we have the people in the democratic community who have basically tried to treat him or have been treating him as if he was the scum of the earth excuse me now here's something though that i have to ask and i know a lot of other people have asked this so dr ford went ahead and she penned the letter she penned the letter after speaking to various people as to what she should do. You know, should she go ahead and actually, you know, bring it forward, go to, go to the press and things like that. She spoke, she, forgive me, I might actually have the timeline wrong. She may have been speaking to these people after she had sent the letter into her House of Representatives, uh, to her member of the House of Representative in California, who then turn around and sent it to her senator, you know, Senator Feinstein, who sat on it for almost 60 days, did nothing with it. She could have presented it to the FBI. Actually, they did present it to the FBI, and the FBI um, went ahead and put it into his folder because they found that there was nothing to follow up on. There was nothing credible about it. It was an allegation. But there was nothing for them to follow up on. But whenever the FBI got it, they got it in September 12th. So Senator Feinstein got the letter around, what was it, July? Somewhere towards the end of July. I don't remember the exact day here. I apologize. I don't have my notes in front of me. What little notes I made. <laughs> 
And she did nothing with that information. She said she set it down in her desk. She had it in her desk. She had it in her possession, somewhere in her office. She did nothing. George Kavanaugh is up. He's starting to be questioned. She didn't bring it up. They went ahead and they questioned questioned him individually, one-on-one. She didn't bring it up. She didn't bring it up to her Republican colleagues either. Not until it was the last minute, whenever it was all of a sudden, it's all over the news. She's sitting there going, well, I don't know how that got there. Someone must have leaked it. Well, if you didn't do it, then yes, somebody leaked it. But who was it? Somebody from your office? Somebody else? I don't know. We don't know. You have to tell us what's going on. Her response is, oh, well, it could have. No, no, it couldn't have been my office. It couldn't have been us. So, yeah, we aren't responsible. You need to find out who is. Otherwise, you're the one. It could have even been you. You could have leaked it. Dr. Ford had also sat there and stated before, or in the letter that she sent, that she wanted to maintain privacy. She wanted anonymity. Anonymity. Excuse me. And then, all of a sudden, her anonymity is destroyed. It's out the window. Press know who she is. They're going to her, trying to get more story, and... She's being harassed by the press, or stalked by the press. Harassed, actually, is a better word, because, let's face it, (laughs) news media, whenever the press, they're like sharks. They smell blood in the water, they go after it. Until there's nothing left. Nothing left to go after. But, so, I personally can't believe that Dr. Ford is the one who actually leaked it out. I can believe that after it was leaked out, she decided that she has no choice but to go ahead and come forward and say, yes, it's me. I'm the one who sent the letter. This is my version of events. But then, after that is said and done, we still got to wonder, who was the one who originally leaked it? Again, Feinstein's office, sitting there going, oh, it wasn't me. (laughs) Not me. You should look at somebody else. And then what? After that, what? After that happened, well, then media had a field day with it. You have these left-leaning media outlets that are out there, and even some of the members of Fox News, who all of them are just casting so many dispersions and doubts and just on uh, Judge Kavanaugh. He's had six different FBI investigations done on him over the past 25 years. All that has been done since he actually got to the second highest court in the land. D.C. Court of Appeals. Here's a question. Why didn't Dr. Ford submit anything to the FBI then? Well, that was, you know, a long time ago. Yeah, she may have not been willing to understandable then. She says that she spoke to her therapist 2012-2013. Once she had actually gotten to the point where she was ready to go ahead and and face it, bring it forward. At that time, even if it was 2015, why didn't she bring it forward then? Why wait until this year 
to bring it forward, and only, only after she knows that Judge Kavanaugh is being not or has been nominated for Supreme Court. She waits until then to do it. If it's because that's whenever she felt like she had no other choice but to go ahead and and muster up all of her courage and bring it forward and that's the way it is. Okay, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'll grant that. She finally decided that she needed to get her courage, get her stuff together and then present the information. But here's the problem. Whenever she actually originally stated the stated the events to her therapist, she never mentioned anybody in particular. Whenever she first told her husband, she t- said originally that she didn't remember if she had told her husband the name of Judge Kavanaugh. Her husband came back and said, yeah, yeah, no, no, she did, she did. They are both card-carrying members of the Democratic Party. Okay. It's a, it is a little suspicious, but let's go ahead and try and say she's telling the truth. Well, let's get her, her uh, testimony. Originally, her testimony was, I was sexually assaulted in somebody somewhere at some time that I do not remember sexually assaulted me. That was her originally original testimony that she had shared with her therapist, you know. And it happened sometime in the early 80s. It's like, okay. Well, that's about as vague as anything. That's about as vague as somebody trying to go ahead and explain quantum mechanics to a third grader. Third grader is just going to be sitting there going, the hell are you talking about? Maybe not with those words, hopefully. But then she comes forward a little bit later. Oh no, no, no. I, I need a I need a I misstated. I need to correct myself. It was Judge Kavanaugh. Yes, it was Judge Kavanaugh in the billiard room with the candlestick. I mean, it was Judge Kavanaugh who uh sexually assaulted me, he molested me. He groped me and grinded on me whenever I was 14 or 15. And we were high schoolers in, you know, the early 80s, 82. We'd both been drinking. It was at a party with some other person. There were like four guys there, maybe a couple of girls. I don't know the house. I don't actually know the day. I don't. I think it was in 82. I know it was in the summer. It's like, okay. So you named Judge Kavanaugh. Then you say, oh, I have friends who can, who can collaborate, excuse me, who can back me up. Those friends came out and said, no, she, we didn't know him then. She's never known him. Or that as far as she knew, she, that, uh, she didn't know Brett Kavanaugh at that time. Sorry, I'm pouring myself some coffee. Ah, good Joe. Anywho. So yeah, she says, oh, I, 
there's no recollection of her knowing Judge Kavanaugh at that time. It's like, okay, so she may have gotten it mis mistaken. All right. Well, other people have come forward and said, no, that didn't happen. The, that party never happened. Another person has come forward, or two other guys have actually come forward and said, you know, we're the guys who actually did that to her. It wasn't Judge Kavanaugh. And does the media actually do anything with it? No, they sweep it under the rug. They're like, oh, well, that doesn't help our nar narrative, so we're going to ignore that. And ignore it, they did. It wasn't presented to the FBI. It hasn't been given to the Senate Judiciary Committee at this point, I doubt it's going to be given to the actual Senate before the confirmation vote. Excuse me again. All of this happening is to go ahead and actually stonewall. It's to stall his confirmation, his vote to the Supreme Court, and to, to just destroy his good name. They've managed to go ahead and actually destroy his good name fairly well. How many how many of us out there actually believe that she's right? When she was giving her testimony, she changed pieces of information three different times. She changed her story three different times. Kept on having to sit there going, oh, no, 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 no. That, I misspoke on that. That's not what happened. This is what happened. Oh, no, 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 no. I was wrong there. Um, this is what happened. You know, if she was actually on trial... A prosecutor or even a defense attorney would be sitting there going, hold on, were you wrong then or are you wrong now? Honestly, it, she's all over the place with her story. And then whenever she actually sat there and told people or told in her statement that she was hoping that members of the com of the committee would come to her to take her story so that way she didn't have to fly to DC because she was you know because as had been reported in a news article she was deathly afraid of flying yet she flies to Delaware every year she's flown to Tahiti to Hawaii to the Polynesian Islands she's flown many places but she's deathly afraid of flying hmm okay now, the Senate has actually sat there and said, and they even told her then, when after she said, well, I, you know, I was hoping somebody would come to me to take my, you know, to take my statement, but I knew that that wasn't going to happen. Committee, a committee member spoke up and said, actually, we offered it. Your lawyers told us no. And before she could respond to that, her lawyers quickly turned off her mic and sidebarred with her, side, sidebarred with her, basically sat there and just started doing some quick talking to her, came back on and said, uh, she doesn't have to answer that. It's like, wait a second, I'm sorry, but if I was in her position, those were my lawyers, I got that piece of information and it was a revelation to me. I'd look to my lawyers and I'd be like, the hell, man? Why didn't you tell me that? Why was that information never relayed to me? Then after that, depending upon the answer of the lawyers, if they sat there and it's like, oh, well, we were never told. Okay. All right. You weren't told. 
then I'd be asking the committee at, at that time, it's like, okay, do you have record of having the notice or request sent to my lawyer's office? And if they answered with, yeah, then it would be going back and telling my lawyers, all right, you're fired. But no, no, she didn't do that. She had this dumbfounded look on her face, like a deer in headlights. She did look terrified, you know, to speak in front of the committee. And at this point, I can firmly believe that she has a severe anxiety disorder and that she may have actually been sexually assaulted around that time, but there is no place in my mind where I would say that it was by Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Not whenever he was a high schooler, not whenever he was in college, at no time do I believe that Judge Kavanaugh did anything untowards towards Dr. Ford at any moment in her life. I personally, at this point, I do believe this is a giant setup. Because the Democrats, they want power. That is their M.O. It is to lie and to steal. Lie, it's lie, steal, and destroy. That is their M.O. whenever it comes to the opposition. Lie, steal, and destroy. Lie about what happened. Steal all the time to go ahead and actually refute it. And then destroy the actual, destroy the opposition. Lie, steal, and destroy. You know who else is best known for lying, for stealing, and for destroying? The devil. Satan. He is here to lie, steal, and destroy. And the Democrats, at this point in time, their MO for opposition is to lie, steal, and destroy. Well, that's all I got for today's rant. If you have uh, any thoughts about it that you would like to share with me, just uh, let me know. Either uh, send me a message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm or anchor.fm because that is how I am actually producing this particular podcast. Until then, God bless all of y'all who are listening. Stay strong. Peace out.